Because our listeners are the world, right? I guess. This is Pod Bros. Um, we are a production of Sound Bros Productions. Uh, coming at you from the Pod uh, Quad City, the Pod City area. Oh, that um, was clever. Right? Um, yeah, it was accidental, but still clever. Um, you could have just said it was clever and, and people would have thought it was clever. Nah. It's more fun to be honest about it. Um Thank you for joining us. We're glad you're here. Um, it's Wednesday, so we should talk about politics a little bit. Not a lot, just a little bit. Just the goofy stuff that is the, you know, common sense, like, duh, right? Um, yes. Or something along those lines. There, There is nothing goofy about politics. I think all of politics are goofy. Okay. I mean, watching a bunch of people on both sides get all upset at each other, right? Um, no. I think it's, I think it's goofy. I, I disagree with you. Okay. Explain why. Don't just blanket statement there. No, I get to blanket statement things. You blanket statement things all the time. I do not, actually. <laughs> you I do? always give a reason for why I say what no, I you say. You don't. You, you blanket statement things. Well, politics are dumb. Um, yeah, I disagree. Well, why do you disagree? And then I can disagree back. Yeah, but you haven't told me why politics are dumb, though. Uh, because it's all about people... Um, Using things for their uh, their own benefit. Well, then in that case, life is dumb. Sometimes, but not always. I have way too many uh, open tabs here that I'm trying to... Okay, there we go. Um, Let Them Eat Steak is the name of this thing here. Okay. Um, hold the shame. Red meat is not bad for you or climate change. Um, it's interesting. I think I've read something along this before. I may have actually read um, uh, another article that's similar to this. Okay. Uh, if you're going to eat, you know, if you're going to be vegetarian, fine. Um, if you're going to be a vegan, fine. Don't preach it to me, right? Um but this whole uh, this whole current trend that eating red meat is actually um, before uh, is actually bad for the environment um, is just you know ridiculous. 
So um, I guess stake shaming. So according to this article, which was uh, on USA Today, the opinion side uh, came out November 3rd of last year. Um, uh, and it says that plant ba- plant-based meat may enjoy the perception of being healthier than red meat. Uh, but it actually has more sodium and calories and can cause weight gain, mm-hmm. which is super helpful. Um, imagining ordering dinner at your favorite restaurant, you know what you want without hesitation, a perfectly marbled 8-ounce steak. Cooked medium rare. Just before you order, your date tells you that they've read that cows cause climate change and that meat might be unhealthy. Suddenly, the Caesar salad seems like a better option. Well, if that's your immediate response when your date says that, then uh, find another date. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but still. Then you deserve the date. Then you, you deserve have. the date that you have. Um, we've all been uh, steak shamed before. Ever since Senator George McGovern's 1977 dietary goals report declared red meat a health villain, Americans have been chided out of eating red meat. According to the U.S. Department of Agriculture, red meat consumption has fallen from uh, more than 24% since 1976. During that time, study after study has attempted to tie red meat to a laundry list of health problems until now. Uh, Three studies published recently in the Annals of Internal uh, Medicine did something too few few papers do, asked whether the previous studies had any meat on their bones. (laughs) Clever. Uh, The researchers who wrote the report um, analyzed 61 past studies consisting of over 4 million participants to see whether red meat affected the risk of developing heart disease and cancer. All three came up with the same conclusion. Decreasing red meat consumption had little to no effect on reducing risk of heart disease, cancer, or stroke. Interesting. How can so many studies be wrong? Uh, Nutritional research often relies on survey-based observational studies. These track groups of people and the food they eat or try to tie a person's past eating habits to a person's current state of health. The result is something akin to a crime uh, crime chart from a mob movie with a random red string connecting random suspects trying to figure out who done it. Um, observational studies rely on participants to recall past meals, sometimes as far back as a month. Even when eating habits are tracked in real time using food diaries, issues arise. Research has shown that participants don't give honest answers and often pad food diaries with typical good foods like vegetables while leaving out things like meat, sweets, and alcohol. There's also the matter of having to accurately report portion sizes and knowing the ingredients in the food eaten in restaurants. Uh, The room for error is huge. A much better form of study would be to lock people in cells for a period of time so that you could precisely control what they ate and did and then measure outcomes. Obviously, there are ethical issues with such a structure, which is why observational studies are so more common, if flawed. Some companies like Impossible Foods and Beyond Meat have tried to cash in on the misconception about about meat's unhealthiness uh, or healthfulness, according Mm -hmm. to the market research uh, firm Mintel, 46% 46% of Americans believe that plant-based meat, plant-based meat is better for you than real meat. I didn't do my vocal exercises this morning. Um, ironically, the anti-meat message messages uh, could be leading people to less healthful options. Uh, plant-based meat enjoy enjoy the um, plant 
based meat enjoy the perception of being health healthier but that perception is far from reality a lean beef burger has an average of nearly 20 fewer calories and 80 percent less sodium than the two most popular fake meat burgers the impossible burger and the beyond burger fake meat is also an ultra processed food filled with unpronounceable ingredients the national institutes of health released um a study in May finding that ultra-processed food causes weight gain. Unlike obs- observational studies, this research was controlled, was a controlled, randomized study, so it was actually done correctly. If not, just the flawed uh, health claims about red meat that deserve that. Um, it's not just the flawed health claims about red meat that deserve a second look. In recent years, we've been told reducing meat consumption is essential to saving the planet. But despite what critics say, even if everyone in America went vegan overnight, total greenhouse gas emissions in the United States would only be reduced 2.6%. Since the early 1960s, um, America has shrank GHG emissions from livestock by 11.3% while doubling the production of animal farming. Meat production is a relatively minor contributor to our overall GHG levels. <clears throat> Excuse me. In other countries, it may have a higher impact. The solution is not lecturing everyone else to go meat-free. Sharing our advancements would prove to be much more likely an efficient way to reduce emissions than cutting out meat or replacing it with an ultra-processed uh, analog. Yeah, analog. That's a weird word. For Interesting. That. Uh, those who enjoy a good steak now have a good rep- uh, retort the next time they are criticized for their choice. Don't have a cow. Uh. So, that's interesting. Um, these are things that I've believed anyway, you know. Um, right. But, it's, uh, it's all just scare tactics. Right. Um, it's all just scare tactics. When they, um, if you look at the numbers when it comes to greenhouse emissions and uh, pollution, um, I think what America is at the bottom of the list in the world, mm-hmm. or really close to it. It's uh, actually the U.S. is is if not the lowest, one of the lowest, and the reason is very simple. Actually, the United States is a developed is a already developed country. Right. Which means that we have multiple modes of um, energy production and um, manufacturing production that massively decrease. We also have all sorts of stuff that we put on our vehicles that massively decrease the amount of um, emissions emissions that our country produces. Whereas more developing countries like India... Or a lot of the South, a lot of the African countries and South American countries that are still in development phases, moving into like more an industri- more into industrial phases. Even China, um, they produce a whole lot more pollutants because they have um, they don't have access or they don't have any desire to use alternative sources. Right. Yeah, they don't care. Well, yeah, in many cases they don't care, especially in cases of like China and stuff. China, like yeah, China could give a rip. They don't give a rip at all. 
And the crazy part about that, too, though, is that if they were to implement some of the things that we some of the advancements, right, that we have done, mm-hmm. um, you know, with our, you know, clean coal. Right. Yep. Or, um, you know, or certain uh, certain power plants and, and clean powers and different things like that. Um, it would actually be better for their people and they would grow. Right. Instead of being hampered. Oh, yeah. By their, you know. By just their nature of whatever stuff it is. Ooh. Ooh, excuse me. So, so you know how the uh, you know how there's this there's this seems to be this trend right now of um, everything getting hacked. Like, like, like major like governments oh, yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that They're getting hacked losing, and and they and they lose data and all this stuff. You know, the, they say, you know, they, they were talking about the Russia was hacking the U.S. Oh, right. And, um, you know, there was all sorts of different so-and-so is hacking this person and that person and blah, blah, blah. Right. And all this stuff. Um, and so apparently um, the uh, the U.N. offices... In Geneva and Vienna last year, um, they apparently were hacked. Um, Really? Yeah, apparently... Apparently the hack was done so well that they don't actually know what they got. (laughs) They just know that they were hacked, that's it? Yep. That is not very helpful. Uh, dozens of servers were compromised, including the hum- the UN Human Rights Office. Interesting. Gee, that sounds convenient. The Human Rights Office? You mean the people that are fighting for human rights? You mean the office which collects sensitive data and often and has often been a lightning rod of criticism for. Uh. Autocratic governments for exposing rights abuses. Yeah, gee, go figure. That's interesting. So they don't know what they got, and they don't even know who they are. Nope. How do they know that they were compromised then? Well, there. Are, I'm guessing that there are signs when you're comp- when something's hacked. Um, yeah, but you can trace the data. You can see what data was copied. Evidently, you can't. Wow. That's so. So, yeah, that's stuff like that. It, it, every time that I look at it, it's like, you know what? This is, this is the constant, like, when people act like, oh, it's so shocking that we were hacked. It's like, Apparently, this is a pretty common thing, and it's just started to become now that people are saying something. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of the feeling I get. The other problem is that, uh, you know, a lot of the the protections that we have had in place are outdated. Like what? Well, you know, just there are are all sorts of different um, security measures that were put in place back 20, 15, 10 years ago. But technology continues to grow in advance, and 
to just maintain those security systems and not and not upgrade them and keep them up to date and protected and secured and have a team of people that are working on stuff, especially with sensitive data. Uh, you're just, I mean, you're inviting. Well, I think the other side of it too is, you know, at least this is my personal opinion is that the, uh, you know, you have the whole HIPAA thing, um, mm -hmm. you know, pr protecting sensitive data. Right. Um, and I, and I kind of feel like, and, and this is, um, this is unique to say, but, I just I feel like it's it's I don't know what the right term is. I I feel like it's silly. Why? Because well, the whole the whole from from what I from what I understand of history, um HIPAA came about due to um people not wanting their um they are their personal disease known right they wanted to keep it they wanted to keep it secret right like if they had a if they had like you know not really so where did it come from then because hipaa is you're only talking about one aspect of hipaa hipaa is is a is more than just the privacy of the of the uh patient doctor patient or teacher student or or whatever it may be the confidentiality, the HIPAA is is the Hippocratic is referring to the Hippocratic oath, which is that the doctor will cause no harm. And so the whole idea is that if you were to make someone's sickness or someone's problem, mental or physical problem, publicly available, then you can cause harm to that person by making that thing available. Because, okay, this person has, you know... So let's say, for example, let's use a, let's use a very uh, a mild situation. So let's say that someone has bouts of depression. Okay. And they see a doctor who, for is, a, who is a psychologist or yeah. whatever for yeah. that. They could... Um, there could be serious harm caused if there's someone who dislikes that person and they say oh this person has bouts of of depression that means that they're prone to suicide and so i'm not going to let them you know have access to this or that or whatever and okay All and right. that that may not necessarily be true it right. may that you're 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 making an assumption you're not a doctor you're just making an assumption based on you know nothing Right. Based on the fact that they have bouts of depression, people, a lot of people have depression and are not suicidal. Yeah, very much so. So that's you know, it's a, I mean, it's all right. That's valid. That's, that's valid. That's the whole point. And and the the difference, the the problem, and I think what you're getting at is the issue that a lot of that's, that's actually an issue that I have with with this whole. We're talking about medical stuff. Yeah, is that there are certain medical conditions that should be quarantined. Yes. Um, and the U.S. stopped quarantining people in the in the seventies um, with the uh, there was a, there was a couple of different things that, I forget what the I forget which one it, which one it was but there was there was two or three in a row that were outbreaks that they didn't they stopped quarantining um, and one of the ones was uh, was grids right. 
which is now referred to as AIDS. AIDS, which I think they just changed. They're trying to change the name again, but really, um, because they didn't quarantine them, they stopped quarantining them. Because they because they stopped no because they didn't quarantine them. They didn't quarantine them. Yeah, because of that, these diseases have been allowed to spread, and, and it's an epidemic. And it is. And the problem with the problem with these diseases, and I, I think that this is this is where I was going. You're you're I, right there. I know that's. Yeah. I kind of figured as much. But the problem with specifically AIDS is that they stopped quarantining it because of a certain lifestyle that it's kind of connected to. Right. And the problem with that is that it can be passed separate from that lifestyle. Correct. And because it's a disease. Right. And it needed to be quarantined and taken care of. And now, you know, there there are people that get, that can get AIDS that are not connected to that lifestyle at all. Or even remotely connected. Right. And, um, that, and that was actually you know, what was happening. Syringes. And, yeah, that that actually started happening in the 80s where cases of... Yeah, where it popped up. Where it started popping up. Um, I think uh, in the in the 90s, what's his name? The guy who was part of uh, Trade Out of Compton? Uh, uh, you know, one of the... One of the rappers? Yeah, one of the rappers. He got... He contracted AIDS from drugs. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's you know same with uh, same with Magic Johnson. Yep. And so it's like, you know, you need to just because there's a just because there's some there's sort of alternative negative, lifestyle, yeah, negative connotation with it connected to it doesn't mean that it's still not a disease that, that can that can affect people. Right. It's almost it's almost more prejudiced to, to not, not quarantine yeah, it because absolutely. it's connected to a specific lifestyle than to quarantine and take care of the issue. Yeah. So. Yeah. And you have, you know, that and not just that one. I mean, all of all of the the STDs or or not just not just not just those any type of any 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 disease that is spread that is spread with any type of human contact contact should be quarantined and taken care of. And and it's funny because this whole this whole Contra thing. It's how we it's how we protect ourselves. This whole virus thing right now that's happening in China, right? Um, that's one of the stories that I brought up yesterday. The kung flu. Yes, the kung flu. Um, so the U.S. has uh, has been able to effectively extradite all of our citizens that are in that were in Wuhan. Okay. Um, and they're currently in quarantine. Good. In I think it's at a California air base. Sweet. But we've extradited them from the from China. Got them out of there, got them into a quarantine, right? In, into our quarantine. Into obviously, our quarantine. Obviously, China has quarantined the entire city of Wuhan. Um, the problem is, is that Wuhan has like twenty million people in it. Good lord. Um, well, like you said, we were overdue for a. Yeah, for I wasn't. A plague. I wasn't. Yeah, Nick um, said it. It's Nick's fault. Yeah, thank you. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, the places where plagues come from is places like China, <coughs> where you have mass amounts of people living together, crammed in crammed a, in a, in a space that, yeah. that was never designed for people to live that close to each other. Well, I mean that's the same thing with big cities. You know, any type of big city. 
Um, you well, know, that, you have to be overly careful about certain things in places like New York. Well, we're starting to see, you know, aren't we? We're starting to see. I was reading just about that the other day about some of these inner city areas where diseases are starting to crop back up that have been eradicated for like 50 years. Yep. They've been gone for a while. And so now they, they're, uh, well, I mean, it's a bad example because of how it's done. But Los Angeles is just running rampant right now with with everything. With everything? Yeah, they've got, uh, I think, the Black Plague or something like that. Oh, let me look it up. It was a, or maybe it was the Bubonic Plague. Um, Those are the same thing. I know. Anyway, they've got they've got plagues or something going on over there that... Um, and this is like the inner city area, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's actually happening where all of the homeless people are living. Um, because they refuse to be oh, right, allowed to be in home. You be, know, they, well, they refuse because they don't want to live because in Because of all of the waste, I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah because yeah. of all of the uh, the bodily waste. Because that's typically how that sort of disease is spread or is, is I guess, created or cultivated would be the right word. Cultivated. Um, just like China is th- this, this Kung Flu thing is... Part of a ser- is part of uh, part of a family of respiratory um, viruses that, of course, are in China, where they have massive, massive pollution problems. Right, and so it um, just um, automatically attacks the already weakened respiratory system. Well, it, it it has a place to cultivate because of the because of the environment. That's that's the thing that uh, that a lot of people don't really understand about these about these diseases is that they grow, especially with these viruses. They cultivate in environments that are rich in the materials that they need, and in and in a place that they can grow in a in a in a correct the place that they're comfortable growing in. You know. That's that whole idea of when you when you recreate a virus, and that's actually the article I brought up was about Australia. An Australia company has just um, grown the 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 kung flu in a lab, right? Um, and they're 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 saying that this is major progress because they can start developing a vaccination for it. Um, but. The the whole point is, is how how did they grow this vaccine? How did they grow the kung flu? Well, they created they recreated the conditions, right? Right. That it grew in in the first place, and that allows them to recreate the virus because the the virus grows in a environment that it's comfortable in. So the Ebola outbreak in the Congo. Uh. Both 2017-2018, they haven't announced it yet for 2019, but okay. I don't see why it won't be because it's in the same time, May of 2017, May of 2018. <laughs> um, this is on the e- the CDC website. Uh, so the, the novial uh, coronavirus, which is the Kung Flu that right. we're talking about. Uh, uh, that's inter- Those are international. So in America, the U.S.-based... Um, so they did announce the Nova, um, or the novel coronavirus here in the U.S. Um, hard-boiled eggs, Lystra infections, um, 
on his lung injury, something or other, raw milk. Measles outbreak announced January 2019. All right, so. Measles. That's something that's been eradicated from the U.S. Yep. And they're saying that part of that one is because the people won't vaccinate their children. Yep. Because somebody got the conspiracy theory idea in their head that vaccinations cause autism. Um, um, it's actually not a conspiracy theory. No, it's not. The problem is, is, is that it was it was spread. the The idea was spread incorrectly, and so people just stopped vaccinating their children altogether. As opposed to looking into it and going, oh, these vaccinations I don't need. These ones I do. It actually has more to do with um, the chemistry of the person. And how the vaccine interacts with, interacts them. with them. Yeah, I was, I was reading an article about um, there is, I think it's like a tenth of a percent of the population. Okay. That... When they get certain vaccinations, it does cause certain things. Um, specifically, um, it's like the you know they talk about the I had a healthy healthy baby and he was growing and blah blah blah, and then he got his vaccinations and he stopped developing and actually regressed. Oh wow! Um, but it's like a tenth of a percent of the, literally like a tenth of a percent of the population. Like less than less than point oh one percent of the population. Gotcha. Um, and they're they're not exactly sure what is causing it and why, but um, it's not the the what my point is is that it's not enough for you to say well, you know, it's kind of bold to say you know my child is part of the a part of a tenth of a percent of the population. Gotcha. You know, vaccinate your kid. Yeah. Because yeah. diseases are spreading because you're not vaccinating your children. Yeah. So your kid gets it and drives now, it. Now, I will say this, and this is actually uh, a friend of mine who works in the medical field. He he made this statement to me about vaccinations. As I asked him, in ignorance, you know, when I first heard about all this stuff and was like, oh, vaccinations are bad. I was like, what do you think about this? You know, because I'm a, I'm a very pragmatic person. So I'm like, I agree that over-vaccinating is bad because my that's what my mom believed. And right. she actually didn't give us. She actually withheld some of the vaccinations we got. Really, we I got vaccinated for everything. I think. Nope. There are certain things that we did not get vaccinated for. That's helpful. Um, none. None of the. None big, of the. None of the big ones. None of the main ones. They were the new ones that are still on the list. They're actually, ironically enough, they're on the list now. That list. Have you ever seen that list? The uh, the official list of vaccinations that you don't actually need. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ours are on that list. The ones that we didn't get are on that list. So we're all right then. Yeah, but we we got all of the regular <laughs> ones: measles and measles, mumps, rubella. Yeah, all the, those. All of those main ones. The worst needle ever. Ooh, gosh, yes. That's not a fan. All neg- very negative memories from that. But yeah, um, it hurts. It hurts. What was the one? Oh, I oh tetanus shots. Oh, the one with the giant uh, that tetanus one's shots like where two they and a half like, inch needle. Yeah, where they can hit your bone with it. They Ugh. hit my bone with it. Oh, it hit mine too in my arm. It in my arm, so yep. bad. Yep, so bad. Well, actually, you know what? That one didn't hurt too bad. It wasn't so much the bone hitting part it was like that a was shock. the problem. 
It was the um, the amount of liquid they pumped in, and it's like this ball, like this knot in oh, my muscle. That oh, didn't it hurt so that bad. That didn't happen to me. When I got my tetanus shot, I just remember the it was the it was like a it was like getting electrocuted. Really? Well, it was the like the way I get electrocuted. Right. Well, we've Nick doesn't get electrocuted. It's not, very not, not, in, not in the same way that other people get electrocuted. Um, My body interacts differently with electrical interaction with electrical things. He's a superhero. I'm not a superhero. You're a superhero. I can just you know stick my tongue on an outlet and not get shocked. Exactly. You're a superhero. Okay. Anyway, uh... <laughs> of course, the reason I got a tetanus shot—I don't know why you got one—but the reason I got one is because I had stepped on a rusty nail and it went all the way through my oh, foot. Oh no, I got a tetanus shot because they uh, uh, they changed the rules about going to public school because I. I actually didn't go to public school from first grade until ninth grade. I was in private schools. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So public schools require that you have certain vaccinations, and the only one that I didn't have was tetanus. Nice. So, and so you got that what? Ninth, ninth grade. grade. Yep. That's fun. Yep. Technically, you're supposed to get tetanus. You're supposed to get your tetanus shot every ten years, something like that. Oh. What's the other one? What's the one that they always check you for? The one where they give you a shot and then check you a couple of days later? I don't know. And to see if it bu- see if it's Isn't got the, the bumps. I don't know. I don't know. Comes out. It's not. It's something to do with with healthcare. You have to get it in order to be in healthcare. I can never remember what it is. I've gotten it a few times now because I've worked in the healthcare field. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's weird. They yeah, they give you it's like a they stick it under your skin, just oh. under your skin a little bit. Gosh. And then they mark it and then you come back in like two days or like a day and they check it and see if you've got it. Interesting. So Well, it's the bottom of the hour. Well, of course it is. So this is Pod Bros, a production of Sound Bros Productions. Coming at you from the Quad City area. And uh, we're on all the stuff that you're probably listening to us on. You're probably listening to us on because you're listening to us on. So, uh, that. All right. So, that. Moving on. So, yeah. Interesting. Um, so, I've been, I've been looking at this interesting thing in the Senate right now, since we're, since we're talking about politics. Okay. Um, about it, the impeachment. And, oh, the uh, impeachment again? Yep. We're talking about the impeachment just for a minute. So, okay. There, 60. There is like a whole. 59 group of people. Go ahead. Keep no, counting. I'm kidding. Go ahead. Um there's like a there's 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 like a growing group of senators, Democrat senators that are very strongly leaning towards voting for acquittal. Really? Yeah. That's is it because of the um because of the uh uh effect it's having on their 2020 elections? I don't think so. Or they're just had enough of this dog and pony show. No, I think I think it's I think it's more at least this guy in particular said he's like I'm sitting there and I'm listening to the arguments that are being made. Right. And I'm listening to the positions that are being taken and it's just becoming more and more compelling. Ah. Um one lady <coughs> uh the senator one of the senators from California she said uh that this is a republic, and uh, the people choose. False. So, let me finish before you just arbitrarily make a statement. False. No, go ahead. Um, and so what she's what she's essentially saying is that 
uh, there's nine months left before the election. She's going to vote for acquittal and let it let the election in in November decide decide whether the people feel like he should be removed from office or not. Uh. Now, I appreciate the position that she's taking. I completely disagree. Because, as we've talked about before when we talked about the impeachment, the people don't choose pres- the president. The states choose the president. Correct. And the senators are the ones who are supposed to be determining whether or not what he did was illegal and worthy of being removed from office. And the problem is, is that a lot of these senators are talking about him being fit to be in office. That's not what you're determining. Your job is not to determine whether he's fit to be in office. Your job is to determine whether he broke the law. And this, I think, is the reason why uh, when Bill Clinton was being impeached, he was acquitted. Right. You're not determining whether he's whether he's fit to be in office. You're determining whether he broke the law. And the answer is yes or no. It's not, well, I don't know that he's fit to be in office. That's so they're not saying, what you're asking. So they're saying that Trump did actually break the law because of the quid pro quo. So they're saying that that's, that that's him breaking the law. The problem is is that these, these Democrat senators are taking the perspective of not whether he broke the law. They're taking the perspective of whether he's fit to be in office. Right. But that's not what we're asking you. We're asking you whether or not you believe he broke the law. Right? Right. So... Anyway, <clears throat> so um, my girlfriend broke up with me yesterday because I have a an obsession. Yeah? Yeah. She said, I'm sick of it. You actually believe that you're a transformer. It's stupid. I've had enough. I'm leaving you. I said, baby, don't leave. I can change. Mm-hmm. And she said, there you go again. <laughs> so... Uh... <clears throat> You been keeping up on this Brexit thing at all? No, I have not. I actually, I understand what Brexit is, but I don't really know it. So, how can you understand what it is and not know it? I know it's them. What they're they're backing out of the EU or something like that. They're leaving the EU. They're yeah, but I don't know anything other than that. <clears throat> I have a good. There. What? Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Talk about. It. Okay. She's ridiculous. You what? can you can mute me. Oh, okay. <coughs> he doesn't want anyone to hear him drinking. Here, I'll simulate for you. Glug, glug, glug. No, tinkle, not. tinkle, tinkle. Cough, cough. <coughs> Good. Do you, do you feel better over there, bud? Yeah. All right. It's fine. No, I'm I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying you pausing to get a drink. I paused because I had it. <laughs> Turn it back on. I paused because I had a, a tickle in my throat and I was coughing. Ooh, a tickle. And I needed something to cause it. Was it the little people you <clears throat> keep in your mouth? I don't, they keep any, your I don't keep any little people in my mouth. Tell them your story about Brexit. Oh, okay. I was enjoying talking about you drinking. Yes. Moving on. Do we, do we have to move on? Yes, we have can, to move on. Can we stay on. here for a little while? No, we can't. We have a show to do. Do you have a little horse in your throat? <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. 
Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, they're... Uh, so, the way it works is that you can't just leave the EU. The EU has to approve you leaving. So... Um, what? Continue. So, they... Uh, so, they had to wait until the EU approved the um, them leaving, which ah. they did. So, apparently... Oh, no, wait. I was going to say, why would they approve them leaving? Wouldn't you want everybody to stay? No, no, it's not, it's not like that. You, you, if someone wants to leave, then they'll let them leave. That's the idea. Oh, okay. Um, so it said, so I'm reading this and they were like, it passed. So the EU, or the England passed their vote. The UK passed their vote. Then the EU passed a vote, but I guess that there's one more vote at the end of the week. Oh, you know what it is? I bet it's the... Okay, let me let me read this again. I think it's the General Assembly of the EU. There's like 700 and something members of it. Um, and they have to... Yeah, they have to... Uh, they have to vote for the approval, I think, is at the end of the week that's going to happen, and then they'll Gotcha, leave. okay. Um... But from this article, it looks like it's all essentially just like uh, it's like a uh, formality. Oh, okay. Like it's already done. They're already pretty much separated. Um, so I just I think it's interesting that they got a lot of crap for it. Um, you know, the whole Brexit thing, because they got a lot of crap from it from the U.S., Back when they first started doing this back in 20, what was it, 2017, or 2015, 2014, whatever. Yeah. Um, and, and of course, the, the comments that were made were like, well, you guys did it first. You guys left. What the heck? You know? Yeah. Because we, we left the UK. Gotcha. We, we became our own country. Yes, thank we God. We actually fought a whole war about it. And we're very proud of it, too. Yep. And we won. Uh, did you hear about the two old gentlemen that were uh, sitting in a in a food court in the mall? No, I didn't. And uh, they had both uh, managed to lose their wives or misplace their wives. Oh, okay. And so they decided to look for them. And, and so the one guy goes, all right, well, maybe I can help you find her. What does she look like? Well, said the one. He's 27, she's 27 years old, tall, with red hair, blue eyes, long legs, and is wearing a tank top with short white shorts. What does your wife look like? The other guy replied, ah, it doesn't matter. Let's look for yours. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Should we do the weather real quick? Oh, definitely, since we've passed the bottom of the hour. So the weather is actually kind of funny because right now it says that it's clear, 42 degrees and clear. So if anyone is outside right now, at, or if anyone was outside at 1030 in the morning, which is where we're at right now, um, you will see that it is not clear outside. At least it wasn't clear when I got here this morning at 9. I haven't gone outside yet, so I don't know. So they're still saying that there's a 70% chance of snow today. Oh, nice. Out of the clear sky that we have right now. 
So I'm not sure exactly how this is going to work out, this whole snow thing out of a clear sky. Right? Snow out of a clear... Well, it might it might overcast, you know. And snow before... And snow before whatever time uh, this afternoon. 9 p.m. tonight? Yeah, sure. All right, I guess I could see it. I mean, that other storm came in like that a couple weeks ago, that crazy storm we got. Yeah. That kind of came in like that, and we got like two to four inches of accumulation or something like that. Four to six inches. Yeah, of it just kind of like popped up and showed up. So, okay, I guess I could see that. Well, for the rest of the week, it's supposed to be pretty clear and sunny, and then there's a slight chance of precipitation next week. So, it's 42 degrees right now. The low tonight is supposed to be uh, 28. So, a little bit chillier. It's a little, it's gotten a little cool. We've been u- getting used to the warmer weather, and then it got cool, but. Supposed to warm back up again. Yeah. Did you hear about the uh, secret to living lo- old age? Uh, you mentioned it. I did. The secret to living to 107, a morning shot of whiskey. Interesting. Don't leave the house without an Irish coffee in hand. That's the advice of the newest old person drinking internet sensation. I have had a shot of whiskey in my coffee every morning for 100 years. Uh, Morano Pops Rotelli told Georgia's um, uh, Newland Times Herald on his 107th birthday at his 107th birthday party. Uh, I went to the doctor three times in a hundred years. He's dead. I'm still alive. Nice. But when you live to 107, you can say whatever any savage thing you want. It doesn't even matter which whiskey it is. Rotelli said he'll drink whatever his son-in-law uh, Bill buys for him, but it's usually Jim Beam Black, a bourbon made in Kentucky. Uh, Rotelli also advised to make every day a holiday, starting off the morning right, apparently, and to never worry. Again, the whiskey coffee doesn't hurt here. Rotelli was born in Pennsylvania to immigrant parents from Italy. He had four brothers that went into the production uh, to produce into the produce distribution business with uh, that he went into the produce distribution with. Wow, this is really weirdly written. And he's outlived them all. Uh, Rotelli is far from the only centurion, sanitarian. I don't know how that word is supposed to be said. My apologies. 100-year-old person to live and not die by booze. Uh, let us not forget Antonio, who lived to 107 after drinking two bottles of wine for lunch and two bottles of wine for dinner most days of the year. Good Lord, that's a lot of wine. Um, Pro tip, Garcia also took his breakfast with a shot of brandy. (laughs) Gosh. Then there's the 103-year-old Mildred Bowers who advised everyone to have a beer, doctor's orders. Not enough examples? Well, don't leave out Nancy Lepertini who made it to 101 thanks to wine. Uh, It definitely doesn't work for everyone. Genetics can be a crazy thing, and, and moderation, of course, is key. Um, Garcia is being the outlier here, but who's really complaining about a health antidote that encourages a daily morning dose of whiskey and coffee? (laughs) Right. I've actually heard that whiskey or at least a glass of wine every day, one, just one, not a lot, 
is actually very, very good for you. Yep, I've heard um, that as well. And I believe it's, I, I think it has something to do with the alcohol content um, and the, um, just how it acts, how it reacts in your system. Um, no, it's like, it's like sterilizing your system down. Yeah, like every day. Yeah. So. Well, and, and uh, you know, it probably has something to do with your body has to oxidize the alcohol, right? Yeah. Through your liver. So yeah. if you're so you're keeping your liver pretty active. Yeah. Not not excessive, right? Because then you can cause problems with your liver. Yeah, you indeed. Get alcohol poisoning and stuff like that. So Yeah, I definitely could see the benefits of all those things. Gotcha. So I have a question. How do you feel about um since since we live in the 21st century and we have email, how do you feel about spam and junk mail, like regular <laughs> junk mail that comes in the in the regular mailbox and spam? Which is worse? Uh, which is worse, the email or the actual junk mail that the comes in the actual junk mail that comes in the mail? The actual junk box that comes in the mail. I hate you right now. Why would you? <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Did you plan this? I hate junk mail. Quit bringing me junk mail. There's nothing I can do about it. I am so literally my, so, restricted by so, federal regulations. Some of my junk mail shows up at Nick's address. I am literally restricted by federal and regulations. he brings it to me and gives it to me I every figured, day. I figured today I'd give it to you on the you show. You know what's worse than actual physical junk mail? Being delivered by hand physical <laughs> junk mail. Good God, man. Uh, you know, you know what, you know what's annoying to me the the junk mail that's more annoying than anything else because that that junk mail I just threw at you that's you you just rip it in half throw it away right yeah which I the did the junk mail that I hate the most is like the Val pack oh yes it's yes, like yes, yes. A, a whole thing of coupons to something I'm never gonna use yeah I don't use any of the any of the coupons why are there not any coupons in here for like Taco Bell or McDonald's or something like that. Or, or you know, whatever, like a ten percent off or something for right. for something I'm going to use for stuff that people are going to use every day, or like, or like a pizza place, a local pizza place where I'm going to get a ten percent discount on like a pizza or something like that, you know? Exactly, like aromas or something like that. Yeah, if you're going to give me if you're going to give me coupons like that, I'll take them. But other than or that, even or like, even something on. like Pizza Hut or something like that. But it, instead, it's like no, it's no we're, we you know it's this pizza place that's you know somewhere else. It, you know, it's like this little hole-in-the-wall pizza shop that's 30 minutes away on the other side of town, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I, I would never go there. I, I don't ever go there. Yeah, and it's, yeah, it's not it's not what I'm interested in, or at least that not not that type. So. Or, uh, you know, 30 coupons for every AC, uh, HVAC system. Oh, company in town. Company in yeah. town. It's like, you know what? I, I, I. I'm never gonna use this. Yep, not ever. I not not to say anything against people who are HVAC people, but all of my experiences with HVAC people are like, you guys suck. Uh, the guy that came out and fixed mine was really good. That you know, okay, that is that is the exception. I will say that. Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't bad. But I the the church I go to, they had issues with the HVAC system, and it was like. For years and years, every every three months they would come in and like, 
we, we've checked everything. We've checked everything. And it's like, clearly you haven't checked everything. Because it's, it's not working. Because it's still not working. Yeah. Maybe there's something else wrong, you know. Yeah. So, turned out actually that the uh, entire HVAC system at the church was was wonky. Uh, well, we knew that. <laughs> yeah, they uh, there was apparently there was a filter that was in between in one of the areas where the the air conditioner wasn't working at all. There was a filter in between the two units that was on the design, but no one knew it was there. Oh, okay. And so it had been sitting in there for years? 12 years. Oh, good Lord. 15 Just years. Clogged. It was It was a solid brick of dirt when they oh, pulled it that's out. that's gross. And it was like, oh, all of a sudden the air conditioner works again. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So. That's, yeah. I just realized, I just found in mine, in my house that the, uh, the filters that I have are 30-day filters. Nice. Yeah. So I have to replace my filters. That's fun, right? Yeah, why didn't you get like three-month filters? Or like I didn't months? do them. They were just there. I thought they were three-month filters, and mm-hmm. I was going to replace them in three months because I was under the impression that they were new. So it's okay. I had to fix it. Might be part of your problem. Might be. Could be Could be a large issue. Well, large, we're, large part we're, of we're, we're reaching the end here. Reaching it? Have we grasped it yet, or are we just still reaching it? It's been like a minute or two. A minute or two. So for the next minute, 60 seconds, you are going to hear the most annoying sound. In the... No, I'm just kidding. False. <laughs> uh, that was a funny movie, though, Dumb and Dumber. Where they're yelling in the car. I don't think I've ever seen Dumber and Dumber. I, I saw it. I find it funny. I... Jim Carrey's funny to me, but he's his politics. I've been having a hard time lately with with the um, celebrity politic thing. Mm. Um, I'm like, look, I enjoy you acting in the movie. I don't want to hear about your politics. You know, mm. keep that crap to yourselves. So, anywho, yeah. So that. Cool. So I think we're done. Yeah, I mean, we could be right now if you we want. Could, we could be finished. We could finish right now. Finished, finished, Scott? A bee, Scott? Sung by a bee, Scott? It's a big bee. Should, should we finish him up? We should finish Finish her up. All it right. is Pod Bros. No, this is Pod Bros. It is. No, this is. No, it is. No, this is. No, no, it is. No, this is. No, it is. This is Pod Bros. <laughs> I can still talk and you can hear me through yours. Yeah, but not as loudly. Yeah, it's all right, though. It is. This is Pod Bros, <laughs> a production of Sad Bros Productions. That annoying noise you can hear in the background is Luke with his mic muted. Uh, we hope you learned something today. No, no, no. Not yes, yet. yes, yes. You yes. have to say all of the things that we're on. Everybody, they're already listening. Yeah, I know, but I want to say them anyway. Okay, go ahead. I'm not going to say them, so go ahead. <clears throat> All right, I'm just, you know, I'm getting ready here. You're so ridiculous. <laughs> Stupid. Podbean, iTunes, <laughs> YouTube, Google Play, Facebook, Spotify. Good. I hope you learned something today. Because if you're not learning, you're, you're dying. dying. So, so stay, stay alive. alive.